This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Donna Chavis. Hello, I'm Donna Chavis. Thanks for joining us for Messianic Vision. We met our guest a couple of years ago, and honestly, I've never met anyone that makes the subject of healing so, so simple. Her new book is called How to Be Healed and Stay Healed. Now, who's the book for? She says it's for believers as well as for people who don't even know Jesus yet. It's also for those who need healing themselves or those who want to see others healed. So I think that pretty much covers us all. Well, we normally do our interviews by phone, but today, sitting right across from me, right here in the studio, all the way from England, is Alice Cresswell. Alice, thank you for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure. I'm so excited to be here. Wonderful. Um, Tell me, Alice, why did you write this book? Well, for three reasons mainly. Firstly, you know, I have literally thousands of people have asked me, because we've seen so many miracles, I have thousands of people asking me to pray for them and for me to do a miracle, you know. But really, I want people to know the truth, that they don't need me, they can actually be healed through the power of Jesus directly. So that's one of the reasons. Secondly, I meet a lot of people who don't know anything about Jesus or his healing power, and they don't know the good news about the kingdom of God. So, um, you know, they're often very shocked when I tell them and when I demonstrate God's power to them. So I wanted them to know the truth. And thirdly, um, there's a lot of people involved in new age practices and counterfeit types of healing, like Mm -hmm. Reiki and other things like that, who have just ventured onto the wrong path. They don't realize that Jesus is the legal access point into the things of the spirit. Yes. And they do it out of a good heart, but they don't know the truth. And so I wanted them to be aware of the who is the ultimate power and the power source and to go directly to him. Yes, yes, I love that. And, you know, something that, that I read just at the very beginning of your book, or actually it's on the back of your book, when I always flip it over and look and just kind of see what it's about. And you ask these questions, are you in pain? Is your health failing? Do you need a miracle? So I know that you have prepared this for anyone who is 100% not healthy, whether that be body, soul, spirit. Uh, so like I said in the introduction, it pretty much is for all of us. It, it covers all of us. Of us. And this is something that I found really interesting. When you and I talked on the phone, you were telling me that there's something special about this teaching. You were going to do it several years ago. You thought about writing this, but what happened? Yeah, I I wanted to write this book years ago because just the, the miracles breaking out that when we pray for people, most people are healed instantly. And I thought, I really want to write this book. But the Holy Spirit said to me, no, I want you to wait. So I thought, okay, I'll be obedient to the Holy Spirit. And I waited. But this year, the Lord really clearly spoke to me. And he said, now is the time to write it. And I feel such an anointing on it now. So I'm, I'm glad that I waited. And let me ask you this question. You talk about the anointing being on this project, on this book, on these words, on this teaching. Is the healing anointing, uh, you talk about it as if it's tangible, as if it's transferable. Yes. And even the Bible talks about it as being tangible and transferable. If you think about Peter, you know, in Acts chapter five, he would actually he'd walk down the street and even his shadow, which was the, the anointing to heal of the Holy Spirit, would his shadow would pass over people and they would be made well. And also the Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 19, I think it's verse 11, where it talks about he did extraordinary miracles when handkerchiefs and aprons and pieces of cloth were put on him and the healing anointing would flow from him and people would be, as those cloths were taken to the people, they would be instantly healed and demons would leave them. And I, well, the Lord told me that was going to happen with this book and that it was going to be so powerful that even just in the book itself, it would actually carry an anointing to heal from Jesus. 
so that I mean I've, I've written books before and that's already happened you know I've already had people yes being affected when they pick up yes. my books that happens already but because the Lord told me it was going to specifically happen with this book I'm so excited about this it's a brand new book and I, I believe that as people get it into their hands that something at this tangible transferable anointing to heal will come from the book itself. And you actually encourage people as they're reading to read it with intention with the intention of encountering God to ex- yes. to expect something as they read. Definitely. And I start right from the beginning of the book. I actually in the introduction of the book I'm saying, you know, just right now receive and some people will be healed i believe as they even just open it up something's going to happen that's exciting yeah. that is very <laughs> exciting uh, talk to me a little bit about divine power being okay released. so divine power is so many people want to tap into divine power and for me i believe that's the power of jesus and he what jesus did on the cross means that we can receive his power into our lives. So I believe that it's good to talk about these things, but I actually like the action side of it. Yes, you know, the, yes. Um, the Apostle Paul says, the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power in 1 Corinthians 4.20. And so it's good to talk about these things, but I like just to release the divine power of Jesus. So right from the outset, and even right now as we're talking, so this is what I do in my book, is as soon as I start in my book, I say, I'm going to release a miracle for you right at the outset. Before you even, you don't have to read the whole book. Obviously, you're going to read the whole book because there's so much in it. But even as you just start out. So I'm going to do that now as we're speaking. Sure. Oh, of course. So for for the listeners right now, I'm going to release that divine power from Jesus for you into your body or your mind, your emotions, whatever you need. So let's begin with a miracle right now. So why don't you just just receive, wherever you are listening to this, just receive this miracle working power into your body or your mind or your emotions right now. You might even start to begin to feel some electricity, some kind of tingling or a feeling of peace or heat, or you might see a light some bright lights or beautiful colors. But this this is what happens when we just when we release the presence of Jesus. So as we're talking, just just see, just we just pray right now for, for our listeners that you would that all your senses would be open to the Spirit of God right now. Yes. Thank yes. you, Jesus. Yes. And let's just start. Let's start as you encourage people to while they hear, while they while they listen, while they read uh, you're you're basically telling them to expect expect something. So let's start with a miracle. Okay. Uh, yes. So should I tell you a story about a miracle? Yes. Is yes. that what tell, you mean? And yes. So while you're listening to this story, you just receive the same power into your own body as you're listening, because this really builds your faith as we're telling stories. So, and these are true stories, of course. Now, some years ago, I was the after dinner speaker at a in a hotel. And I was sharing about the power of Jesus and I was talking about the kingdom of heaven and the good news. And so while I'm, I'm sharing all this, we're, I'm saying, right, we're going to do some miracles now. And they'd all had their dinner and they were listening to me speaking. And I said, if you want to come to the front. So I said, I think I was giving some words of knowledge or I was saying, if you need healing, why don't you come to the front? Anyway, this woman comes out. She's in a wheelchair and her friend is pushing her in the wheelchair. And the friend says to me, you know, my friend here has Parkinson's disease. And she's been in this wheelchair for many, many years. The doctors can do nothing. There's no cure for Parkinson's disease. But she would like a miracle. So I kind of gulped, you know, just thinking, well, God, you're going to have to do something. I cannot do this myself. But what I did was I put my hand on her shoulder and I invited the power and the presence of Jesus to come. And then I told the Parkinson's disease to leave in the name of Jesus and for all the symptoms to go. And I released the healing power of Jesus into her body. And then she could hardly speak. She was just tiny, sort of wasted away. And she was kind of slumped over in a wheelchair, but she wanted to speak. So I, I put my head right next to her to hear. And she said, I want to walk. Uh. And I was like, wow. So we actually helped her to the edge of a wheelchair and we helped move the, the foot rests away from her feet. And she, we saw her as she put her feet 
onto the floor and she pulled herself forward, something she'd never been able to do before, apparently. And everyone in the room was watching well, this. Well, it was yes. like you could hear a pin drop. Yeah. Everybody's eyes were fixed on her. There was a, this big room full yes. of you know, dinner guests and we're all watching nervously, thinking what is going to happen. And she pulls herself to the front of the wheelchair. She, she kind of looks at me and she's like, I want to get up, so we're okay. So we helped her to her feet. So I was on one side. Her friend was on the other side of the wheelchair. We pick her up. This tiny woman who's just, her muscles had atrophied. I mean, you know, you can imagine the state that she was in. She could hardly speak. And yet what happens is I, so I just said, in the name of Jesus, walk. And she puts her feet on the, on the ground. She stands up. And she just stands upright for the first time in so many years. She starts to walk one foot in front of the other. And then she does a whole lap around, a whole circuit of the room on her own. And then she's pushing her wheelchair. She's walking <laughs> perfectly. Everybody's screaming, you can imagine. We're all cheering. We're all crying and applauding. And she ends up actually walking out of the room, back to the car, pushes her own wheelchair and jumps in the car. And I got an email months and months later saying she's still completely healed oh, by Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, I bet the atmosphere in that uh, room changed immediately. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> well, the power that was there to do that, Alice. Yeah. It, is it here? Yes. He's here. It's Jesus. It's his power. And, you know, you don't have to go somewhere special. You don't have to go and find a person. You don't have to pay lots of money. You can actually receive from Jesus right where you are right now. So I'm going to release some of that miracle working power right into your life as you're yes. listening. We're going yes. to do that right now. So yes. are you ready? Yes. Are you ready to receive your miracle right now? Here goes. I love doing miracles. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't have to be with you personally. You know, we're here. The Holy Spirit is with you. So Jesus said, I come to bring you life and life in all its fullness. So let's go for it right now. So thank you, Jesus. Why don't you just, wherever you are, if you can, if, you, if you're driving, don't do this. But if you're not driving, <laughs> put your, <laughs> that's good information. <laughs> maybe put your hands out in front of you. You can keep your eyes open if you want or close your eyes if you're able to. Put your hands out in front if you're able to. And maybe like with your palms upwards as though you're about to receive a gift from Jesus because it's a gift for you. You just need to receive it. So why don't you say something like this? Come and fill me, Holy Spirit, with your power. Fill me, Jesus, with your healing presence. You can just say that right out loud if, you, if you're able to do that. And then take a deep breath in of the Holy Spirit. Breathe in the Holy Spirit. And then why don't you breathe out all the stress, all the anxiety, all the darkness associated with the illness or the pain that you have in your body, your mind. Breathe out all the torment. Just breathe in the Holy Spirit again. Why don't you just invite the Prince of Peace to walk into your body? Just say it out loud. Just say, Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. Walk into my body. Walk into my body. Right now. Right now. Wow. Right now. Now, you may begin to feel something like heat. You may feel some kind of euphoria or lightness or simply a sense of peace. So we just tell all that pain to go right now in the name of Jesus. All sickness go and we release the healing power of Jesus. So just start testing that out. If you're in pain, just start moving around. Just You'll, you'll find that pain is going from a 10 out of 10 if it's ex extreme pain. And then if zero is, is no pain, we'll go right down from 10. Tell that pain to go 9, 8, 7, down to 6. Pain, go down to 5 down to four, right down to three, two, one, all pain gone now, sickness gone in the name of Jesus, complete healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, this is Messianic Vision, and we're talking today with Alice Cresswell. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, Alice is going to answer a question that affects everything about your faith life, your healing, and the healing of others. Stay with us. Call now and get Alice Cresswell's powerful brand new book, How to Be Healed and Stay Healed, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, Spirit Lifestyle Healing Series, which includes eight sessions. This is an exclusive offer for our rich Supernatural audience, yours. For a donation of $35, shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9557. 
If you or someone you know are not 100% healthy in spirit, soul, and body, then Alice Cresswell's brand new book, How to Be Healed and Stay Healed, is for you. Through her book, you will learn how to come into alignment with heaven, where healing and miracles are commonplace. Find out how to overcome the roadblocks that are keeping you from receiving your healing. Learn simple, practical steps that help you keep your healing. This book is aimed at people who need healing, as well as those who want to see others get well. It's written for those who know Jesus and those who do not know him yet. You will find many prayers of activation throughout this anointed book. This book carries the tangible anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit. When you pick up this book, you may be healed instantly. Through Alice Cresswell's Spirit Lifestyle Audio CD Healing Series, you will realize that God wants to heal the sick, no exceptions, and that means he wants to heal you. Receive an impartation of increased faith to believe God for the impossible. Alice prays for you at the end of each of her eight sessions to obtain a hunger for more of God, to receive the fire of the Holy Spirit, for you to receive a complete healing, for you to receive the healing anointing, for you to walk in supernatural faith, and so much more. Many have been healed, including those suffering from pain or have been diagnosed with a condition, terminal illness, tumors, chronic, acute or generational conditions, bone, muscle, tissue, blood, brain or skin disorders, internal organs, accidents, injuries, fatigue, allergies, anxiety, mental illness, emotional problems. Don't miss out on getting Alice Cresswell's powerful brand new book, How to Be Healed and Stay Healed, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, Spirit Lifestyle Healing Series, which includes eight sessions. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9557. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9557 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. Welcome back to Messianic Vision. We are talking with Alice Cresswell today. And Alice says that there is a revelation that is so, so important. This is a must for you to get. Yes, and that is that God wants you well. Wow. It is God's will for you to be healed, for everyone to be healed. I mean, the fact of the matter is that Jesus went to the cross and he died. The Bible says that he took all of our sins and all of our sicknesses. I'm going to quote a verse to you from Psalms 103, verses 2 to 3. It says, Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not, do not forget all his benefits. He forgives all your sins yes. and heals all your diseases. Yes. So very often we might believe, yes, God forgives all our sins, but we don't know that truth that he heals all of our diseases. And that is so important to get that revelation. You know, I think sometimes people may be, especially believers, may be uh, confused. I've heard people say so many times that, they, you know, maybe there's a reason for my sickness or, you know, something like that. Yeah, well, in, in my book, I actually, I've got a whole chapter on blockages to healing. So why you might not be, you know, you may have prayed for healing. God, please, you know, will you heal me? But there's different reasons why you might not be receiving the healing that Jesus has already gained for you when he went to the cross. But yeah, the thing is, God doesn't put sickness on you to teach you something, which many people have told me that, um, you know, it's God's tries for his glory. I've it's like, well, that. how can your sickness be for his glory? Yes, of course, when you get healed, then that is wonderful. And you can praise Jesus for that. But, you know, if God is a good father, he's not going to, it would be a bad father that would actually inflict bad things and sickness on his right. children. So I don't believe right. that God puts sickness on us to, to do that. I believe that it's his will. And it's really important that each of us gets that truth. Yes, yes, I totally agree. You know, before we went to break, I said that when we come back, Alice is going to answer a question that affects everything about your your faith life, your healing, and, and the healing of others. And that question is, okay, I'm sure you've been waiting for it. Does God want to heal everyone? And the answer is, yes, he does. He wants to heal you. You know, one time a man with leprosy came to Jesus and said, if it's your will, make me clean. And Jesus replied, I will. If you ask him the same thing today, he will say to you, I will. There's so many scriptures where it says things like, you know, 
great multitudes followed him and he healed all oh. their sick. He healed everybody. That one's in Matthew 12, 15, but there's so many yes. where Jesus healed all who came to him. So if you come to Jesus today and you say, Jesus, will you, is it your will for me to be well? He will say, yes, it is. So yes. I release that for you right now. Just We just take, we just tell those lying evil spirits, these lying spirits that will try and come against you and make you believe that that is not the truth. But that is the truth that Jesus came, you know, that that let me quote that scripture again, Psalm 103. Praise the Lord, O my soul, forget not all his benefits. He forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. That is the truth. So we tell those lying spirits to leave now. You can just tell them as you're listening, just say lying spirit, spirit of unbelief. I, Father God, forgive me for coming into agreement with any lying spirit or any spirit of unbelief. And I tell it to leave me now in the name of Jesus. And I agree and I believe the truth that God wants me well. So you can just say that, just say it out loud. God wants me well and just receive your healing right now. Yes, yes. I like that you, you you have little exercises that you encourage people to do, like like maybe imagine that Jesus is standing right in front of you yeah. now and, and you're 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 receiving a gift. And you even tell people to, to speak out loud. Yeah. Well I believe that it's powerful. When you speak out loud, it's it's powerful in the spirit realm because you might not be aware of it, but there's so much going on in the spirit realm, we really need to understand what is happening in the spirit realm. But at least for now, know that when you speak things out loud, you're coming into agreement with either the spirit of God or evil spirits that are coming against you. So you've got to be very clear on what you're saying and words are very powerful. So let's just do that exercise right now. Yes. So what I would say is, why don't you just imagine right now that Jesus is standing in front of you now? And this is the truth because he is. If you've invited him into your life, he's also in you, but you may not have done that yet. But even if you have, he's also in front of you. So just imagine him standing right in front of you. And why don't you just begin to thank him for what he's done for you? So speak out loud if you can and just say, thank you, Jesus, for what you did for me. That's it. Go on. Just say it out loud. Thank you, Jesus, for when you died on the cross for me. Thank you that you took all of my sin and thank you that you took all of my pain and my sicknesses and diseases. You took them on the cross. So begin to imagine yourself. Just take it off yourself, all that pain and torment and sickness. Take it off yourself and just put it in your hands. Put it out in front of you and give it to Jesus. And he is taking that off of you right now. Just lift it off. Give it to him. And also you speak to the pain or the problem and you can command it to go. So just say, I command this sickness. You can name it and shame it. Say what it is. I command this, whatever it is, to leave me now in the name of Jesus. Tell it to go. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes. And then begin to visualize yourself. You know, maybe you're in bed right now listening to this or maybe you're sitting in a seat and you can't get out normally. Why don't you just try having a go? So just get up. Just get up right now in the name of Jesus. We just say stand, get up, pain leave. You stand up, begin to walk, get out of your wheelchair, get out of your chair, get out of your bed. Stand up and walk in the name of Jesus. Do something that you could not do before. Just have a go. Test it out. Move your back. Take your glasses off. Take your hearing aids out. Whatever it is, move around. Jump up and down. Kneel down. Whatever it is you need to do to test it out. Just do that right now. If you can, If obviously if you're driving, <laughs> it <laughs> might not be such a good idea. You might have to pull over and jump out. But just... I would encourage you to speak these things out and then get up and, and give it a go. Yes. You know, Al Alice, I love that you say, give it a go. <laughs> I, I've adopted that phrase from you since I first met you when I'm talking to somebody. I say, oh, just give it a go. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we encourage. Give it a go and you will be shocked by what Jesus does when you give it a go. And these demonstrations of, of this power are not unusual. I mean, Jesus said that they would follow those that believe. So they're not unusual, right? That's right, Mark 16, 17. Jesus says, these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. 
So, yeah, we should all be doing this if we yes. follow Jesus. You know, you, you told us about a story where you were staying um, in, in South Wales at, at this pub that had a um, bed and a breakfast. And yeah. you were staying there because you were going to be doing some work around there. So this radio um, host came in to interview you for the radio program. So you're doing this interview and you're like, oh, why don't we just go outside and do some miracles right now? That's right. So we're, <laughs> we're in a pub. I'm on the radio and uh, the guy's recording it for the radio. So, yeah, just like we are now, we're just talking about Jesus and about miracles. And I said, like, yeah, let's go outside. So we went outside the pub in South Wales and we saw there was a family there and there was a, a young woman that we went up to and we said we're just... And he, the um, the guy that was interviewing me took the, the microphone out. So we did all this live, you know, outside. And we said, we're just filming for the radio. Do any of you have any things that need healing? And this the girl says, yeah, I've got a problem with my pelvis. I've had it since birth and I need... Um, surgery. I'm going to have surgery soon. She couldn't walk properly. So I said, well, let's just do a miracle right now, if that's okay. She said, yeah, okay. So we pray for her. She gets completely healed. This is on the radio and she starts walking. No problem at all. Now, this was an injury since since birth. This was not yeah, like she just birth. Oh, sprained yeah. her ankle or and something. And she was yeah. in her 20s, it looked like. So she, this well, is a long time wow. and she needed to have surgery. Yes. So she gets completely healed. Then we go back into the pub and the owner, was he was there behind the bar and we start talking to him and he because he's seen this miracle happening. He had a problem with his legs, I think it was, and his back. So we pray for him. He gets healed instantly. Now, this was in the afternoon. Then I went up back up to my room after I finished the radio show and I'm just in my room preparing for the meeting that evening. And suddenly I, f I sense the Holy Spirit say to me, go downstairs. And he told me to go and wait, go and sit at one of the bar, the, the pub tables just outside the back door. So I go downstairs and I sit there and it, to start with, it's just me. And then after a couple of minutes, these two workmen, these two guys come out with their cigarettes. They come for, for a smoke and their pints of beer. <laughs> and they're sitting at the table next to me and I can overhear the conversation. And they're saying, I could hear them talk about miracles. And obviously, the miracles that had just happened earlier on. I'm sure that perked uh, you up immediately. It did. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> I think they're talking about those same miracles we were just, you know, witnessing on the radio. And because it was the people were talking about them. And then one of these guys, so I, I join in, basically. I go over there and I said, oh, I can't help but hear you talking about the miracles. I was there. I witnessed it. And this one guy, he says, oh, it's all in your head. It's all in your mm. head. It's not real. And I said, well, I'm going to demonstrate to you, I, or I want to demonstrate to you that God is real and he loves you. Yes. I said, have you got anything wrong with you? And he said, you have two things wrong. But one thing was it, on the bone, the scaphoid bone, he told me, I'd never heard of this, but on the back of his hand, like at the top of his hand, he'd broken the scaphoid bone and it had been broken for some time. It was very painful. He needed surgery and he was going to have something like three months off work. And he showed me his hand and you could actually see the bone was sticking right up underneath the skin in the completely wrong place, maybe two inches out yes. of place. Yes, wow. So I said, I'm going to demonstrate to you that God is real, that he loves you. When he heals you right now, you, it'll prove that the power of Jesus is real and that it's not just in your head. So I was taking a chance, but, you know, I was stepping out in faith and God responds to that. Right. So he's like, oh, go on then. So I put my finger on his, on the bone sticking out in his hand. And I said, I release the power of Jesus and I command that bone to move and get into place in Jesus name. And as we're both, we're watching it, his friends there as well. We're all watching it. I can feel it under my finger. The whole bone just moves we can see it and it goes a few inches along and goes into the right place. And he's just, we, we, I got my, then I got my <laughs> phone out and I start videoing it. We've actually got it on YouTube and you can see where he's, he's going, that's nuts, that is, that's nuts, you know. <laughs> he's going, I'm not joking, it's really moving back into place. It was so funny. And then, so he gets completely healed and then his friend says, oh, I've broken my ankle twice. Can you do anything with that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Jesus can fix that too. So we pray for his ankle. He gets healed and he can feel, he goes, I can feel this tingling. That's all on video. He says, I think you've sorted it right out. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's that's the power of Jesus. And yes. I just want to release that right now to those who are listening. We release the same power yes. of Jesus yes. that raised Jesus from the dead, the Holy Spirit. I release that for you. So I speak to you bones. I speak to anything that should not be in your body to leave bones to move around if they need healing and I release the power of Jesus right now for you. 
Yes, yes, amen. Now, these these gentlemen were not believers at the time, of course. They, no, they knew nothing <laughs> about Jesus but to start with. So signs and wonders are, are there so that the unbelieving may see, that they may believe, that they may come to Jesus. So uh, that is quite a demonstration of power. But you know what? I, I love the story, too, that you said there was, there was a, a lady who was a believer, but she had been discouraged because she had prayed for someone to be healed and they weren't. And what happened? Yeah. Now, this was, I was doing a workshop. So we do different workshops. This was a healing workshop some years ago. And the woman, right at the start of the workshop, she puts her hand up and she says, I just want to let you know that me and my friends, we prayed for my friend's son who was 14 years old. He was seriously ill. We were in faith for healing, but he died. And as a result, we've become very discouraged. Sure. And she said, I am right off healing. I just want to tell you that before you start your healing workshop. And I was like, well, thanks for that encouragement at the beginning of the workshop, you know? Yes, yeah. So anyhow, I I, just, I shared some stories and I told about how Jesus wants to heal us all. And at the end of the session, we released some words of knowledge for healing. And a youngish woman, I think she was about 30, she comes out and she said, I broke my back 10 years ago. And she'd had surgery. She had metal rods and pins in her back. The bones were fused together and she couldn't even bend over to pick up her baby from out of its cot. She said, I, I've just, I've been in agony coming here in the car. I've had this problem for 10 years. She was on liquid morphine and still the pain was still there. She'd had, she'd had a lot of medication. Yes. 10 years, broken back. I thought, I know. Because, <laughs> you know, in... When I was doing workshops, I don't do the miracles. I get other people doing them and release other people into, do, into, you know, doing the healing and casting out demons. So I said, the lady who's disappointed, who's right off healing, I thought, I'll get her to pray for the woman with a broken back. So I made her come out of her seat and I said, you're going to do the miracle. She starts to pray. She can feel the power coming from her because she knew Jesus coming down her arm and into this young woman's back. Suddenly, there's all this screaming. I grab my phone and I actually video this. This is on YouTube too. <laughs> and the, the woman, she's called Marnie, who had the broken back. She's jumping up and down. She's screaming. She's bending over. She says, the pain has gone. I can now move. She was bending over. She got completely healed by Jesus and prayed for by somebody who had been discouraged, but not anymore. <laughs> that That is amazing. I mean, what a boost to your faith. I mean, I think you said she was even saying something like that, you know, that that, that really boosted her, I mean, and gotten rid of the, the discouragement. The woman that was praying, yeah, yes. she did. Oh, my, that's amazing. Uh, talk to us a little bit about about receiving your healing. And, and does sometimes, I mean, is it a simple act of obedience sometimes? Uh, yeah, sometimes it is. We see this in Scripture where either Jesus or maybe one of the Old Testament prophets would say, you need to just do this one thing. And as a person did it, they would then receive their healing. So sometimes, you know, the Lord's, we're asking the Lord to heal us. He's already done it. 2000 years ago, he did it already. By his stripes, the Bible says we are healed. But sometimes we just need to step out in faith to actually receive it. So some of the things that I've been saying about speaking out loud, telling the sickness to go and saying, thank you, Jesus, I receive the healing now. Yes. That's a good thing to do. Yes. But also, you know, sometimes you have to be persistent. Sometimes these things, whether it's caused by demon or it's just a sickness, whatever, you have to be persistent and really insist that it goes. And if it's still there, you say, no, you are going in the name of Jesus. Even Jesus had to pray twice one time. Sometimes very often I'll pray more than once for somebody but it, there's no reason why you cannot be healed instantly. So it's okay to get firm with it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> You've got to get firm sometimes. They're stubborn, these things. <laughs> um, tell us about the lady uh, that had the deformed hand. Now, this is amazing. I love this story because I was speaking at a conference in North Wales. And I was actually the substitute speaker for somebody at the last minute who couldn't come. And, but I knew I was supposed to be there. And I was sharing a story about this guy called Terry Fingers who had glass in his fingers and how it had come out supernaturally. And I said, is there anybody here who has glass or something like that in their body that needs to get rid of it? And this woman called Tracy comes to the front and she said, oh, I've had glass in my finger for 26 years. And she showed us, we could see in her finger, there was a big, like a big piece of glass under the skin. It was really weird. Yes. You could see the lump. And... But she said the main problem in the same hand, and we could all see this, that her hand was actually withered up. It was, well, it was turned inwards mm -hmm. and it looked like a claw. 
she actually described it as a claw. So it was, she'd had this for maybe six or nine months, I can't remember, but it was it was twisted in and she had something called cat scratch disease. And we should have got infected. She'd actually been in hospital for 11 days, had surgery. She nearly had to have a whole, that part of her arm amputated. Uh-huh. It was so bad. Something really bad had happened to it. And she was hadn't worked for, for a long time because of it. So she comes out. She wants to get rid of the glass. But more importantly, she wants to be healed with this arm. She couldn't do anything at all. So I yes. said, as I normally do, I said, who here has never done a miracle before that would like to do a miracle? Well, this four-year-old boy <laughs> comes running to the front with his dad coming after him, you know. But he's like, me do, me do. He wanted to do the miracle. And he was so full of faith. I was like, come on. So he put his finger on her hand and he just said, be healed in Jesus' name. Something very simple. He just released the power of Jesus. And what happened was we looked down and the the glass under her skin seemed to have disappeared. The lump had gone on her finger. So she put her hand, her other hand, on that finger to feel where the glass was and realised the glass had completely disappeared. But not only that, she got some feeling in her hand, which she, she hadn't had for so many months. So I just said, you know, like the guy in the Bible with Jesus, when Jesus said, just stretch out your hand. Stretch it out. That Mm -hmm. popped in my mind. So I said, just stretch out your hand in the name of Jesus. She stretches it out and completely, just instantly like that, just gets healed after this four-year-old boy prayed for her. We... I mean, she was, it was perfectly, perfectly healed. The next day I interviewed her on, on camera. We got her on video as well on YouTube. And she said, not only was she completely well, she'd been back to work that morning, you know, the following day, she was doing everything she couldn't do before. Gold dust was everywhere, it was following her around. But also the scar on her hand from the surgery, this long scar right across her hand had shrunk just to half its length overnight. And then the next time I saw her after that, it had completely disappeared. Wow. It was amazing. <laughs> wow. That's the power of Jesus. You know, at the beginning of the program, I asked you, um, Alice, why did you write this book? And one of the reasons you said you wrote it was because uh, there there are counterfeits out there. And sometimes people get into things that, um, that are not true and that are not um, of God. Tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, there's many forms of counterfeit healing, but people don't realize that they're counterfeit. So we want the highest power which yes. is Jesus. Yes. Philippians 2 actually says that Jesus, it talks about Jesus, how he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. And that now, because of that, he's been given the highest position and he's been given the greatest name and all power is his, you know, in heaven, in the spirit realm, on the earth and under the earth. And that everything has to submit to Jesus. So why go to other forms of power that are subservient to Jesus. Why not go direct to Jesus himself? So what we find, we come across a lot of people who are involved in things like Reiki or other kinds of spiritual healing that are not through Jesus, the real Jesus. Yes. And they get yes. into trouble. And they, we've, we've met a lot of Reiki masters who are, they're getting... Then they're still sick themselves or they're getting that we find they seem to have like they can't sleep. They have different disorders. Mm-hmm. They there's something not right in their lives. Right. Because they're they're channeling evil spirits, but they don't realize it. Yes. And you give a lot of really good and sound and clear teaching in your book on this. So yes. I certainly appreciated that. I mean, that's going to help a lot of people. And you had a, a great example of that very thing, a lady that came into your shop. We did. And this is interesting because she came, we had a shop called Spirit mm-hmm. and we were selling lots of gifts and furniture and coffee and everything. And she, we had a sign outside that said, free healings and miracles. So she <laughs> saw the sign. She a co- dollar for a cup of coffee, <laughs> but a free miracle. <laughs> exactly. So she comes in with her husband one day and she has two walking canes and she's obviously in a lot of pain. And she starts telling me that she has fibromyalgia, which is where she just has this crippling pain throughout her body and chronic fatigue and arthritis and all these other things as well. And I was, as she's telling me this, I'm thinking they're usually caused by evil spirits, those problems. And so as she's telling me this, I'm thinking, well, she needs to get free from these evil spirits that are causing them. But a thought popped in my head from the Holy Spirit. And I said to her, have you ever been involved in Reiki? And she says, oh, yeah, I'm a Reiki master. Wow. 
So at once I knew that that was the cause of her physical problems. And she, I said, well, when did these problems start? And she said, oh, funnily enough, it was the same time that I began doing Reiki. And that happens with so many people. So I just said to her, it's very easy for you to get healed and get set free from the, the symptoms and this the fibromyalgia, it's just a spirit of pain. Mm-hmm. And the chronic fatigue mm-hmm. is just a spirit that is coming against you to make you tired. And the arthritis is, a, is an evil spirit too. But I said, we can help you get rid of those things, but unless you're following Jesus, then those things may try and come back. And you need the power of Jesus in your life to overcome them if they do try and come back. So we, but she said, I wanna follow Jesus. So we got her to ask God to forgive her for coming into agreement with those evil spirits and for doing the Reiki. She told all those demons to leave. They left her and she received Jesus into her life and she got completely healed in that instant. Yes, and you know what I love so much about that is that even though you identified this as a spirit, you know, that needed to go, uh, I love what you said, that even if it's an evil spirit, it's no problem and no match for the power of Jesus. Yeah, definitely, because Jesus has defeated Satan and all the powers and principalities, including every evil spirit. Wow, that's a great note to go to a break on. So we're going to take a little break. Um, We're talking with Alice Cresswell today. And as usual, Alice includes many stories of miracles in her powerful new resource. She prays with you. She releases healing uh, and deliverance, as well as inviting people to know Jesus. And she has been sharing this along with her husband, and teaching this at workshops for a few years now, and they have witnessed literally hundreds of miracles, healings, deliverances, uh, salvation. But uh, let me remind you of this. Uh, Sid will be here at the end of the program to tell you how you can get Alice's brand new book, How to Be Healed and Stay Healed, as well as her Spirit Life Healing CD series. So don't miss that information at the end of the program. Now, I know, I know some of you may be saying these are great stories and great teaching, but What about when it hits home? When we come back, Alice is going to share her own personal story of uh, needing healing and what she did about it. So stay with us. Are you or someone you know in unbearable pain? Do you feel as if your health is failing? Are you in need of a miracle? How would you like to see someone in a restaurant and pray for them and have them instantly heal? How would you like to be able to have healing for yourself. Call now and get Alice Cresswell's powerful brand new book, How to Be Healed and Stay Healed, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, Spirit Lifestyle Healing Series, which includes eight sessions. This is an exclusive offer for our rich supernatural audience, yours, for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9557. If you or someone you know are not 100% healthy in spirit, soul, and body, then Alice Cresswell's brand new book, How to Be Healed and Stay Healed is for you. Through her book, you will learn how to come into alignment with heaven where healing and miracles are commonplace. Find out how to overcome the roadblocks that are keeping you from receiving your healing. Learn simple, practical steps that help you keep your healing. This book is aimed at people who need healing as well as those who want to see others get well. It's written for those who know Jesus and those who do not know him yet. You will find many prayers of activation throughout this anointed book. This book carries the tangible anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit. When you pick up this book, you may be healed instantly. Through Alice Cresswell's Spirit Lifestyle Audio CD Healing Series, you will realize that God wants to heal the sick, no exceptions, and that means He wants to heal you. Receive an impartation of increased faith to believe God for the impossible. Alice prays for you at the end of each of her eight sessions to obtain a hunger for more of God, to receive the fire of the Holy Spirit, for you to receive a complete healing, for you to receive the healing anointing, for you to walk in supernatural faith, and so much more. Many have been healed, including those suffering from pain or have been diagnosed with a condition, terminal illness, tumors, chronic, acute, or generational conditions, bone, muscle, tissue, blood, brain or skin disorders, internal organs, accidents, injuries, fatigue, allergies, anxiety, mental illness, emotional problems. It's not just the scriptural truths that will help your faith be raised, 
but you will actually encounter the divine power, the healing power of Jesus through this book, and your life will never be the same again. Don't miss out on getting Alice Cresswell's powerful brand new book, How to Be Healed and Stay Healed, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, Spirit Lifestyle Healing Series, which includes eight sessions. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9557. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9557 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Welcome back to Messianic Vision. I'm Donna Chavis, and I'm here with our very special guest today, Alice Cresswell. As I said earlier in the program, all the way from England, Alice, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you know, before we went to break, we were uh, hearing a story about Angela, who was healed and delivered, but there's more to that story. There is, and it's interesting, and I use this for teaching because it's because of what happened. This is really talking about how to stay healed. Because many people want to know how, you know, I've got healed, but how do I then stay healed? Yes, she left that day and she was healed. She was. Yes. So she she was completely well. And actually what I said to her when she left, just before she left, she'd just given her life to Jesus. So she didn't know anything about Jesus. But I did say to her, now that you've invited Jesus into your life, it's important that if, and the, the symptoms might not try and come back, you know, whether it's evil spirits or not, sometimes they do try and come back. And if you have any of those symptoms again, you need to say, stay away in Jesus' name. Don't come back. Well, a few weeks later, she comes back. Her and her husband come back into our shop. I watch them come in. This time she has a walker and she's hunched over the walker. Oh, no. I mean, the last time I saw her, she was running, jumping around the shop. She didn't need her canes. She was hugging her husband. They were crying. I mean, he was her carer. He was her full-time carer. Mm -hmm. He had to give up mm -hmm. work to look after her. Their life, we knew, was about to change. However, a few weeks later, they come back into the shop. She's hunched over a walker, looking like she's in so much pain. And I said to her, I said, Angela, what has happened to you? And she said, well, for, the, for a few weeks, I was completely well. It was like I was a new woman, like I used to be, but even better. Right, she said, right. no problem whatsoever. Right. Then she said, suddenly the pain came back and it was much worse than before. So what I did was I went to see my doctor and he doubled the dose of my medication, but I'm still in so much pain. I've come back to see what you can do, what has gone wrong. And I said, well, do you remember what I said to you? Sometimes, and Jesus says this in the Bible, he says that sometimes, you know, when an evil spirit leaves a person, it's like the house is swept clean. And it will go off and into dry places, find its friends and come back sometimes with its friends. And if you let it back in, you could be worse off than before. And I said, it's really important that you stand your ground and that you contend and you say you are not coming in by the name and the power of Jesus. You do not let those things back in. I said, do you remember that I'd said that? And she said, oh, no, I'd forgotten. Because of all the excitement of being healed, she completely forgotten that. She was a brand new believer. She didn't know. I said, look, don't worry. We can still do that now. It's not too late. They're just demons. They will go. And this time you will know how to stand your ground. So she basically prayed out and she said, Father God, forgive me for coming into agreement she did that by basically allowing them back in and she took double her medication. She was therefore coming into agreement with this all this pain. So that's what you mean by coming to in, in, into agreement. You're not necessarily going, oh, you're back. And so I agree with you. I'm sick again, that kind of thing. It's not like that much of a conscious decision, but it's basically accepting coming into agreement with what's happening. Yeah. These demons yeah. or these symptoms, they're, they're sneaky. <laughs> they will come in and they will just sneak in. So you might start feeling a bit of pain again and then it'll get worse. It might get worse than before or something else comes. And it's so easy for us to, to reach for the painkillers, to reach for the medication, to go back to our doctors. Right. And when you do that, you're coming into agreement with that symptom, with that pain, which is very often an evil spirit. Now, I've got to say here, I'm not saying to people, don't take medication because I cannot say that. What I'm saying is you must always talk to your doctor about if you want to come off medication or reduce it, always my advice would be to go back to your doctor. But when you're like Angela, she began taking this medication, double the dose. 
She was therefore coming into agreement. Also, when you say, I have such and such, or I've been diagnosed with this or that, or I'm, I cannot do this because I have whatever it might be, you're agreeing with a demon right there. And demons, it's really important to know this, but demons can only have power in your life if you come into agreement with them yes. in any way. So I shared that with her. She then prays out. She says, Father God, forgive me for coming into agreement with these, with the symptoms, which are evil spirits coming back. And I tell them to go now in the name of Jesus. So I got her to do that, which is important to get the person to do that. So she tells the demons to leave her. All those symptoms left. So the demons went. She was completely healed again, this time for good. And we have it on video oh. again <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> Where she's, wonderful. she gets healed and she stays healed this time. Yes, that is wonderful. And now in your book, you actually go through some steps. I mean, you just don't leave anybody hanging. You have got good, solid teaching here. So people say, okay, that's good. That was good for Angela. What do you tell people? What do you teach in your book? Here's some good, solid steps that you can remember, that you can apply, and that you can do. Yeah, and what I do in my book is I make it very practical. Yes, So it's not just it a is. teaching book. I mean, many books you might read are just information, just teaching which obviously I do in the book. There's a lot of teaching, but I love to make things practical. So, yes, I at the end of each chapter, there is a practical application for you as you read the book. So you will experience this for yourself as you're reading. So you will encounter Jesus and his power through the book, but also I will give you things to pray out, and we pray together at the end of each chapter. So I will get you praying out and to telling those things to leave. I help you do that as you read out with me in the book. Also, you know, it's a zero tolerance policy that we <laughs> <like> have that. <laughs> towards sickness and disease. Yeah, you mentioned that, didn't you? <laughs> that we have to contend for our own healing very often, particularly as believers. You know, I will, I will see, I've seen many, many people who don't know anything about Jesus and I will release the healing power for them and they get healed instantly. But if you want to stay healed, if you want to live a divine healthy lifestyle, then very often you will need to contend for this. And you need to be the one that says, no, I'm not going to come into agreement with these symptoms. I'm going to tell them to leave. And you have to do that. Yes. It's very important. Never surrender. Never surrender. I like that so much. I love that. Now, Alice, there is absolutely no way we can cover all of the teaching that's in your book on this program and the time that we have. But just in a nutshell, while we're talking about how to stay healed, tell the folks that are listening today. Okay, so here are some ways that you can overcome sickness and evil spirits in your life and the lives of others. So you need to submit your life to Jesus and follow him. That is really important because it's his power, it's his blood that the, the evil spirits are scared of, you know, that has defeated the enemy. Yes. You also need this revelation that you have the resident power of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of Jesus on the inside of you if you've asked Jesus to come into your life. That will block the enemy's attacks. Also, you need to expect to stay healed. Don't assume that once you get healed, things will come at you because very often they don't come at you. You've got to expect to, to remain healed. Stand your ground. Also, I would say speak to the symptoms out loud. You don't have to shout at them, you know, just but vocalizing them is important. So that you can hear it. Yeah. You can hear it, yes. So the spirit realm hears when you speak things out. Mm -hmm. So you say... Whatever the symptoms are, you say, leave now in the name of Jesus. Yes. Now, so I've said here that you need to know Jesus. It's so important. And some of our listeners don't know Jesus yet. We meet so many people that don't know Jesus yet. Personally, you might know about Jesus, but that's not good enough. If you want to be healed and stay healed, you have to know Jesus personally. So can I give you the opportunity to do that right now? Absolutely. So let's pray out together. So let's just say, Father God, please forgive me for going my own way in life. That's it. You can just say it out loud. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That you died on the cross for me. That you died on the cross for me. That you took all of my sin. You took all of my sins. And all of my sicknesses. And all of my sicknesses. And pain. And pain. And I receive you into my life. And I receive you into my life. 
Come into my life. Come into my life. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Through your Holy Spirit. Through your Holy Spirit. I tell all darkness to go. I tell all darkness to go. And I receive the light. And I receive the light. Of Jesus. Of Jesus. Come and fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Alice, that is so powerful, and I just, you know, I encourage people that are listening, if uh, if you prayed that prayer, get in touch with us, you know, um, let us know. We love to hear from you, so so please do that. And, you know, I, I said that you're going to share with us a couple of things that uh, in your life, you know, people see people that go around and, and are healing ministers and uh, minister and see miracles all the time, but what about when it hits home? What do you do, Alice? Yeah, that's a good question because obviously we're in this world that is fallen, you know. Yes. So things do come at us all the time. And I teach people, you've got to contend, you've got to not come into agreement. But I do that for myself. And it's because I've learned this through things that have happened to me. That's how I know it's true. I've got so many examples of things that have come against me that have had to leave, that cannot stay. And... I'm always shocked when things come at me, but I deal with them. Now, one time I was, I actually found a lump in my breast. This was some years ago. Which is very scary for, you know, for every woman. It is, but it's really important not to come into fear, not to come into agreement with fear, because the enemy will use that, particularly with things like cancer. People are scared of it. And that, you know, cancer is a demon. I believe it's caused by a demon. So if you have cancer in your body, I would say, it's my opinion, but I would say that it is, it is caused by a, a spirit, an evil spirit that's causing that cancerous cell to develop and to grow in your body. But whether, now I don't know what the lump was that I found, I'm not saying it was cancer, but usually people would think if they find a lump, their first thought tends to be, ah, that, this could be something serious. Yes. And it could be life-threatening. Yes. But I would say don't even harbor that thought in your mind because that is coming from an evil spirit that is trying to put that thought. And evil spirits come at us all the time and they will actually manifest in our bodies with things. So things will manifest like this lump that I found in my body. I wasn't looking for it. I didn't go looking for it, but I just, it, it was there. It was like pretty obvious. So first, my first thought was, well, that has no right to be there. Right. So I had no fear. I just said, that is not going to stay there. And I spoke out and I said, I command that lump, whatever it is, has got to leave my body now in the name of Jesus. You've got to contend for these things. And I just thought, well, that's come from the enemy. And what was really interesting is that I really felt the enemy overplayed his hand because what happened was a few, that was in the morning, a few hours later, the post arrived. The mail, you call it here, the book came. And it dropped onto the doormat and I got this letter with my name on it, this brown envelope, and I opened it. And at the time I was in my 40s and I opened it up and it was from the hospital. And it said, dear Mrs. Creswell, um, we know that you're not at the age where we do regular, you know, routine mammograms to women. We offer them for people in their 50s, to women in their 50s. But you've been selected at random to come in. We want to invite you for a mammogram. And... I just thought that is just so obviously. So that's you know, the, that's sort of confirmed <laughs> what you were sus- suspecting that okay, yeah. the enemy is trying to do this. Now, what I could have thought was, oh, that's obviously provision by God because I found a lump and that without having to, you know, do anything to try and get an appointment already. This appointment is coming to me. So I could have thought that's God giving me opportunity to go and have some surgery or get something checked out or whatever. Thankfully, I recognise. No, this lumps are not from God that turn up in our bodies that should not be there. It's got to go. And this confirmed to me that it was coming from the enemy. He overplayed his hand. So I, it just helped me. I just tore up the letter, threw it away. I thought, no, I'm not going to come into agreement with this thing. So I basically then said, I, I'm just going to speak to this lump until it's gone. Years ago, I had kidney stones, the same thing. I, I spoke to those kidney stones and said, you've got to leave my body, cause me no pain, but come out. The same thing happened with this lump. It disappeared. It took maybe yes. a couple of months, maybe, I don't know. But I, every day I said, lump, go in Jesus' name. I did not tell anybody else about it because I didn't want to come into agreement with it by speaking it out. Right. So I just kept telling it to go. And then one day it just instantly disappeared. 
That is wonderful. Thank you for sharing that with us. Even though it's a very personal story, I'm sure that that will help someone and encourage um, other ladies out there uh, and, and everyone. I mean, not just ladies, but we have uh, men and women all the time who something suddenly will come against them and they need to know don't agree with the fear yeah, and what the, to do. It's really important. The spirit of fear will attach itself to mm. things like that. Any yeah. kind of diagnosis as well comes with a spirit of fear usually trying to come at you. So don't agree with it. Well, we've got a couple minutes left, but I want to make sure that we talk about this. You know, you go around, you see miracles, you do all these things. And um, it's so great that you teach people that, yes, these were the greater works that Jesus did. But he said to us as believers and followers, greater works will you do, greater works will I do. Greater works will those that are listening to us do. Yes. And this is so exciting. If you know Jesus, if you've invited Jesus into your life, you can do miracles, whether it's in your own life or for other people. And, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible, there's a verse in the Bible. When I first read it, when I first heard it, I did not believe it. I had to get a Bible for myself and read it over and over until I actually believed it was the words of Jesus. And I'm going to read it to you now. Okay. It's John 14, verses 12 to 14. Jesus says this. He's talking about miracles and he says this. I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Wow. Wow, that is exciting. You know, we've talked a lot about your book today, but we haven't said too much. Some of the things that we've talked about, you also include on your uh, your audio CD series. And you and your husband, Rob, have prepared this audio series. Uh, and I just wanted to at least let people know what the titles are that they're going to get oh, along yeah, with this package because there's yeah. so much. And also, I noticed at the end of every single one of the lessons, Alice, you pray for people. So if you can get this, if you can get this resource, we encourage you to do that because you're going to get a prayer at the end of each one of these from um, Alice and wonderful, wonderful teaching. And here's something to just kind of get you excited a little bit. (laughs) Here are the titles. There's actually eight sessions on here on a three CD set. And the titles are Healing for All, Faith for Healing, The Healing Presence. Oh, that sounds so good. (laughs) Contending, which we talked about a little bit, Contending for Healing, Saved, Healed, and Delivered, blockages to healing. You'll learn all about that and learn what to do and what not to do to make sure that that you get well. The healing anointing and from healing to wholeness. Oh my goodness, Alice, I uh, that impacted my life so much. So we definitely encourage everyone to get those if you can. Alice, will you pray for our listeners before we go? I'd love to. So I release the healing power of Jesus right now, wherever you are. And I ask for the Holy Spirit. Lord, we just, we come into agreement with heaven. You know, we break agreement with the plans of the enemy against our lives. And we come into agreement with heaven's plan, with God's good plan for our lives. So I release the power from Jesus for healing. That healing anointing will be flowing right where you are. And I'm not with you personally, physically, I'm not with you, but in the spirit, we are together. So, and the Holy Spirit is right with you right now. So we just tell those symptoms to leave. We tell the root cause of those diseases to leave right now. We tell everything that is in your body that should not be there to go in the name of Jesus. We release the healing power of Jesus. Anything, I release creative miracles. If you need any kind of body part, receive it now. We release it through the power of Jesus. There's things that are going, there's pain. Some of you have been in pain for so many years, for a very long time. That pain is going right now in the name of Jesus. Bones are moving around and getting back into place. Metal is disappearing out of your bodies. There's all sorts of things happening right now. Some of you are are getting up, literally you're getting up out of wheelchairs or out of your bed, and you could not do that before. So we release the power of Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes. Well, as always, we want to thank all of you listeners uh, for, for tuning into our program today. And a big, big thank you to our special guest, Alice Cresswell. I'm Donna Chavis for Messianic Vision. And now here's Sid Roth to tell you how you can get Alice's brand new book, How to Be Healed and Stay Healed, as well as her three-part Spirit Lifestyle Healing CD series. Sid? Are you in pain? Is your health failing? Need a miracle? Right from the first chapter in her brand new book, How to Be Healed and Stay Healed, Alice Cresswell releases the divine healing power of Jesus. Alice tells readers to expect a miracle and follow the practical steps to keep your healing. If you're not 100% healthy in spirit, soul, and body, boy, do you need this book. So be sure to get Alice Cresswell's brand new book, How to Be Healed and Stay Healed, and her Spirit Lifestyle CD Healing Series. This teaching series includes eight sessions on three CDs. This is such a powerful message of expecting a miracle. We've included a bookmark that says, Expect a Miracle, all for the investment of 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Be sure to ask for offer number 9557. Once again, that's offer number 9557. 